0: attention attention your favorite basic bitches entering the chat
1: let's get matching tattoos am i too type a to be in aquarius so horny for chris evan should we
0: just search romantic comedies on netflix
1: and then see what we find oh, i love us hello hey <laughs> and welcome <laughs> to Hi. the Clingy <laughs> independent
0: podcast Um, This is our second episode recording in real time, which is very exciting. I'm impressed that we actually are keeping (laughs) the rhythm up for a second week in a row. It's definitely going to fail at some point.
1: Yeah. I can smell it.
0: I know. Yeah, me too. It's hard because we work five days a week, the entire week, and then at the weekends, we're always very drained and, and exhausted <laughs> yeah, and this
1: while it's fun it also always feels a little bit like a it's just like a task we have to do because we have to keep up yeah with the wednesday episodes mm-hmm. but it's fun
0: and we're enjoying the recording it's more of the mental note okay yeah. i still have to do something yeah yeah true okay anyways um this is gonna be a fun episode we're gonna be talking about being bicultural being from two different countries, having parents from two, two different countries. But first, important thing. We once gave it a name, I forgot what it was. Basically, yeah, I think we had a cool name. Basically, we sometimes want to talk about a random astrology thing <laughs> of the week, something that resonated with us or we, found we felt like was
1: very accurate or not accurate at all actually yeah. so um first up i want to say CoStar star actually hates me like mm-hmm. hates me guts i always get the darkest most pessimistic notifications from co-star on not outdoors. only CoStar,
0: anything, anything anything yeah. astrology related hates selena
1: and her um, how do you say it? Her chart, basically. My chart. I'm um, I'm an October Libra, mm-hmm. um, Aries rise. No, Sag rising, Aries moon. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe that's a really bad combination. But basically, I'm a bad human. Yeah. With a p- horrible personality, and um, I only attract badness. Basically. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You want to start? Um. Yeah. Sure. But mine's not. It's not that crazy. I just thought it was the most accurate one of the ones i get is from costar costar yeah mm-hmm. um on monday i got the notification try not to think of other people as projections of your own psyche today because i feel like mm. i do that i hate it and luckily i often notice but i definitely project my own insecurities onto others and believe i don't know that they don't mean as well as they probably do just because mm. i Sometimes I'm like, they could never be this genuine. Yeah, just horrible.
0: Yeah, I feel feel like you you have that more than me, but maybe just like I don't have it in a naive way. I feel like I often think too good of people.
1: You, you don't have it in a naive way i or? do have it
0: in a naive uh, way i, I do
1: feeling. i have some weird trust issues i guess yeah i
0: actually feel like like <laughs> you do like but not in a you're not mean to people or anything like it's, it's it never shows on the outside but i realize like, talking to you and living with you that you tend to not trust people and we have had the example of that being the right thing like i'm i i tend to be more like as if
1: Mm -hmm. what do you mean which example do you mean the one example (laughs) the only trust the
0: The obvious example sorry I don't want to call it anyone the the L example yeah Mm -hmm. ah okay
1: true I feel like you
0: were you caught on to the weirdness weirdness way way earlier than me I was like no way can't be true is not is not happening people don't lie people are
1: great all people in my life are awesome <laughs> honestly um, I feel like this reinforced um, this part of myself yeah. way too much because now I'm totally. like oh she's lying he's lying all that's definitely fake yeah. this can't be true yeah
0: I yeah that's true it got a lot worse for you I realized yeah. <laughs> I don't have a chance with my positivity positivity like
1: true well that's
0: that yeah (laughs) lovely (laughs) okay um mine is actually from the pattern and it's not even my pattern of the day it's the general pattern of the month i think Mm -hmm. for maybe only for aquarius or for everybody I i don't know um it says this month is all about commitment including what you've been committed to in the past and what you want to commit to in the future during the next three days, you have an opportunity to set intentions that will affect you over the next months and year. And I want to say that and oh yeah, the title is, in all caps, COMMITMENT ISSUES <laughs> as a question. Do um, you feel like
1: you have commitment issues? It wouldn't be something I would no. think of in your context.
0: No, I feel like you both don't have commitment issues, you just have decision issues, oh, yeah, which sure. kind of sometimes yeah, feels overlaps, like commitment yeah. issues. But what I wanted to do with that is say, tell me one thing you're gonna commit to over the next month.
1: Me, mm-hmm. both of what? us. We need to commit mm-hmm. to one oh thing. My god. It can be
0: a tiny thing. It can be literally eating a tomato every eating. day. <laughs> Period. <laughs> eating. Oh my
1: <laughs> god! <laughs> okay, no. <laughs> um,
0: tell me one thing you're gonna commit to over the next. <laughs> that sounded so horrible sounded we are both really eating sad. healthily okay
1: <laughs> okay um you start maybe you have to think about this okay yeah.
0: i'm gonna i'm gonna get deep-ish i think okay. no one thing i have two things already mm-hmm. um one thing isn't deep i'm going to commit to stretch three mm-hmm. times a week okay starting next week Starting tomorrow.
1: Will you do it in home office and will you do it in the morning? Or like, can I join? You can join. In the middle of the day. Because I think you usually wake up earlier than I do.
0: Um, I don't know, actually. if I'm I'm not going to do it in the morning every day. Because I don't know if I'm going to do it before work. Probably not. If I work, then I'll probably yeah. do it later on. And you always work,
1: so. <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, Or in the weekend. Maybe I'll have to do it on both days on the weekend.
1: Mm, true, yeah. We can but do that.
0: Yeah, I'm going to commit to stretching three times a week mm. because it's actually hideous how bad I am. And, and it
1: feels so good. I feel like, like stretching is kind of like meditation for people who cannot yet sit still for such a long time. Because yeah, you, can, you can let your thoughts come and go, whatever yeah, the... You focus on your The Headspace body. app always says. Yeah. I love the voice of Headspace. I'm kind yeah. of in love with the voice of Headspace. It's great. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I, I love it. It's a great thing to just like focus on your body and like feel the pain, but it's not a unbearable pain. It's a nice pain I, yes. for me. Exactly. Yeah, true, true.
1: It feels like you're releasing. Yeah, That's true.
0: The second thing I'm committing to deeper is not. It sounds stupid, but actually trying to not be stressed mm. for a whole month. 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 <laughs> like for the next. Well. Obviously, it would be great if I could just not be stressed forever, but I'm just trying to actively contradict the voices in my head that want me to be stressed, like, Mm -hmm. actively. I need to do it because... the last weeks have not been fun mm. stress level wise and i just and i hate how complainy i am about how stressed <laughs> i am yeah i always complain i'm so oh my god i have so many things to do i'm never, never going to get it done and i hate you it. feel like it's making it worse to
1: voice it yeah it makes it worse
0: and it just like creates a negative energy around me in mm-hmm. my space in my in my head and around me like mm-hmm. that's why i actually sometimes like going to the office because you have I, no one to talk I to. I have no one to talk to, so I can't complain to. Like, it's great.
1: <laughs> Glad um, I'm just, like, your emotional dumpster,
0: basically. No, no. I'm, <laughs> I'm, you give me the chance. Like, I have somebody True. who I can complain to. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. And sometimes I need to do that because I feel like if I'm just alone, like, panicking, panicking, panicking in the office, then it's horrible. Sometimes it's great to have somebody to...
1: To lay on their lap and cry.
0: Oh yeah, that happened last <laughs> week. It was like, a big thing in our friendship that I have never cried in front of her. True. The last week, I cried three times, I think. Yeah,
1: but I'm still waiting for a very sobbing kind of cry. I feel like the only times I cried in front of you were rather dramatic, like sobbing.
0: I feel like Friday evening was pretty dramatic crying well no maybe you're just a,
1: a generally kind of calmer crier because you weren't sobbing think. that's that's what I'm waiting for but maybe yeah. you don't do that for me generally. to sob I'm, it needs to be horrible horrible yeah. I feel like I don't often cry a little mm. but when I do I just <laughs> completely lose it and I, don't, I don't care where I am but to get to that point it's usually it's a big thing yeah it needs to be a big thing yeah, yeah. okay um, what are you but, gonna commit to? God, I hate that. You're you gonna put, put, me put me you. The spot yeah. Okay, maybe I'm gonna get a little deepish too. Oh. But I don't know. Now, now I am I have conflicting um, opinions on it. Because I think it is true that sometimes when you voice your. Emotions, it's not actually a good thing. Usually mm-hmm. it is, and people often don't do it enough, but sometimes, and we've had the experience mm-hmm. um, referencing mm-hmm. episode three mm-hmm. where we talked a little bit too much about how we felt. Mm-hmm.
0: And it just like was a
1: downward spiral. But yeah, true. Um, I think lately I'm kind of, I don't know how to say it, struggling emotionally in a very different way than you are. I'm just kind of very not emotionally available Mm -hmm. like I'm kind of I cannot have many emotions right now and Mm -hmm. I hate it sometimes I feel like I can't react to you as well as I could if I wasn't feeling this way so Mm -hmm. maybe I should voice it more often which I'm doing right now for the first time (laughs) yeah (laughs) this is is news to me (laughs) no but I'm I kind of sometimes you tell me fun stuff and I just I don't know I just I'm faking that smile I mm, mm-hmm. I don't know or sometimes you tell me sad stuff and I just don't know what to say because I'm just
0: yeah.
1: I don't have energy at all so everything you, is kind of exhausted. so
0: you're committing to oh my god <laughs> so you're committing to telling me like if it's not your fault if yeah, I don't uh-huh. react appropriately to something yeah so you're committing to more open communication about yes, how you feel exactly this is great <laughs> um, so if you ever read our description of the podcast and it said like that two twenty-somethings blah, blah blah that can't help but therapize each other, this is this is well, exactly we, what if, we mean. Yeah.
1: <laughs> but it usually it gets even deeper. And, oh yeah, yeah, a lot
0: mm-hmm. deeper. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> um. Okay. Cool. Tell me whenever.
1: Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. This is weird. (laughs) Just got intense. Very intense. I'm glad, literally, nobody's listening to this podcast. Um, I saw that like 20 people listen to every episode right now. Wow, we have a following. Mm -hmm. It's like my mom. It's myself. I listen to (laughs) a podcast. Yeah. Not even actively. I just (laughs) tell that. (laughs) Do your parents listen to the podcast?
0: No, I don't. My mom, I think, listened to, like, two episodes. My dad doesn't.
1: The lovely thing is my parents don't even understand. Maybe a little, but not enough. So I don't... I actually don't really mind saying certain things. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, my
0: parents would understand, but I feel like my dad just... It sounds horrible. I think he just doesn't have the patience or the interest.
1: (gasps) Really? I don't know. Yeah, but the same to my dad. He's just yeah yeah man i guess <laughs> oh. dad's all like that mm.
0: all right okay. okay should we get into being bicultural just to update anyone who's new here selena is half portuguese half german she has a portuguese mom and a german dad i am half argentinian my dad is argentinian and my mom is german
1: I want to add, my mom insists on us not saying we're half-half, but yeah. we're, we're both. Mm-hmm. And I guess that's kind of the relationship I have to it as well. I think it's a very positive thing.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And I probably take too much pride in it. Mm-hmm. Do you? <laughs> you? You do. <laughs> Did you ask me this I, want, I wanted to give you a chance. <laughs> do
0: you take pride in it um it's my whole
1: identity here's the thing i don't even take pride in being portuguese or being german i feel like i'm not a patriotic person at all and Mm -hmm. i actually kind of think it's a slippery slope patriotism and uh, i don't know kind of icky for me yeah it's just the fact that i have to like Cultures, cultures inside of you yeah. combined. That, that's the part I'm very proud of. But do you feel like that's your stance? Or are you proud to be Argentinian specifically? I know you're not very proud to be German. But
0: yeah, I'm not very proud to be German. Which is mean because Germany has... like It's
1: a great country. It's a great country. You can't complain. And it's probably one of the highest living standards in comparison to so many countries.
0: Yeah, definitely. Um, I feel like... I definitely mm-hmm. had phases of being, like, pretty patriar...
1: Patriotic. Patriotic.
0: Patriotic? patriotic? Yeah, patriotic. Yeah. <laughs> patriotic, um, like, of towards being Germany? towards... now towards Argentina.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm.
0: I definitely had phases just because I was so, like... I still kind of have it. I'm definitely more than you, probably. Mm-hmm. Um, like, I just love the cultural... Cal- <laughs> this is not our. I just loved in the culture, um, in a like, social in like in the social aspect. Like it, I love it, and it's everything I miss in Germany. Like I mm-hmm. love, love, love the touchiness of Argentinians. I love the like so so open and loving way of people, even if you don't know them. Like that's something I love. So I guess that's kind of. Um, patriotic because it's just like is it? Pa-
1: I feel like patriotism has much more is much more. Po- I actually don't know the definition of the mm-hmm. word but I feel like it's more political and like you are better than others in a p- like political
0: yeah Yeah. no then, then obviously no because <laughs> I like the politics in Argentina are horrific and it's horrible horrible and like the whole country is a mess so um, like in that way I'm not but I still like love like I love I'm if I see like the flag of Argentina like I feel mm-hmm. something so yeah, I, that's I why I kind of feel like it must be like I have a sun tattoo on my hand and it was not coincidental that there's a sign on the flag mm-hmm. of Argentina hmm.
1: um why was your first um like thought you are probably more um like proud to be Argentinian than me where where would you kind of see that not necessarily disagreeing just Interesting how you made that.
0: I don't know. I feel like maybe just like the way we talk about it. I feel like mm-hmm. I I like talk about it a lot more and t- and, and tell people like oh that mm-hmm. this is so cool in Argentina. And this is hmm, and th- this is something I love about hmm, and I just don't feel like you say that so much. I I hear you talking about the food that like specifically one pastry <laughs> which you love and which is Portuguese. So. Like, of course, that is one thing. But I I don't generally hear you you, like talking about Mm
1: -hmm. things
0: you love about the country. So maybe that's just why I made the Mm -hmm. assumption.
1: I think it's probably also mostly um, due to the way we experienced our... I'm going to call it second culture because we both were born and raised in Germany. Mm -hmm. Because you, first of all, you lived there for a while. Mm -hmm. I never did that. You speak the language. I barely do. Mm -hmm. And I think your dad is much more connected to Argentina than my mom is to Portugal. My mom loves Germany and she f- is so German yeah. in her being at this point. Mm-hmm. And this is like her dream being here. This is not a compromise. She might m- move back or she could have gone like to France or something. Mm-hmm. But yeah, she has a very, very good relationship with this country. Yeah, that's true. Like That definitely has probably made a difference
0: on us like a a different impact on us Mm -hmm. um that's something i thought about um, while making notes do you feel like your parents actually um tried to like actively implement both cultures in your upbringing or like into your life or Mm -hmm. did you feel like it was they just kind of lived and Mm -hmm. like that's how it
1: happened yeah no i don't feel like they intentionally did that very much um, occasionally I was lucky that my grandma my Portuguese grandma lives close by and um, my aunt also kind of lives near-ish or lived nearish for a lot of years so I I was it was not just my mom here that was mm-hmm. kind of I don't know giving me insights into the culture but no it was not an intentional thing which is very noticeable um, in the fact that I don't speak Portuguese very well. Um, For context, my mom never spoke to me in Portuguese. Um, Well, let's leave it at that because I have a different question later for you. Mm -hmm. She never spoke um, Portuguese with me, but later she did. When my brother was born, I was around five and she did that until he was three. So everything I know, I kind of picked up in those three years where I passively heard her talk to him in Portuguese. And then she stopped, and it obviously all kind of faded out. And I, I can understand. Sometimes I can speak a little, but I'm nowhere near close being um, fluent. fluent. Mm-hmm. I kind of hate the fact that I can speak English much better than mm-hmm. I can speak my own language. Um, so yeah, I think that's a pretty good indicator. Of course, we had some food um, and. Like the way my mom was brought up in stories or whatever, but no, it was not an intentional thing that she tried to implement the Mm -hmm. culture or, but it wasn't the other way around. My parents weren't like, okay, we want to raise her the German way or something. It's just, yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah. With you?
0: Um, Yeah, I feel like the same. I just, it's a difference probably with the thing that you just said that your mom. First of all, she moved to Germany a lot earlier, like before Mm. you were born. So Mm -hmm. it's that obviously is a difference. My dad moved to Germany a few months before I was born. So he was new to the country. So he had no choice but to influence me heavily Mm -hmm. (laughs) in his Argentinian way, which he definitely lost probably a lot in the 23 years living here. Mm. But... Um, and i feel like he's also pretty german for a latino so Mm -hmm. (laughs) he he adapted a lot but um unintentionally i i am obviously first of all like speaking the language and he as he didn't speak german the first years he tried to um, find other latino south american connections um where we lived So we got, like we, um, our family found a big friend group of other Argentinians and some other um, South American um, people. So I always, like a lot of the time when my parents did something with other people, those people were other Argentinians, although we were living in Germany. So I had the social life of Argentina brought to Germany. So I just got a lot of influence from that. And, of course, living there. But I feel like my parents didn't actively do something. It's Mm -hmm. just the way life worked out. And, yeah, maybe the only thing is that my parents actively tried to connect me with my Argentinian family. That's the only thing they wanted that I, like, they wanted me to have a strong and close relationship with them. Mm Yeah. Yeah. But that's like the only active thing. So I know they always told me when I was so like, call your grandma, call your aunt, and I'm like, let's take a picture in the dress they sent you so they know how you look right now. Because mm-hmm. obviously I didn't see them often. So that was something. But, yeah. yeah.
1: Um, the fact that you kind of had a, a Argentinian little community mm-hmm. growing up um, is interesting because I know my mom or my parents had some Portuguese friends from when they were young, like from before they all had kids that we kind of met occasionally, but it was like two families, maybe three. Mm-hmm. Um, and then in my like small town that we moved later when I was around, I don't know, seven or something, we didn't really have that. And also my mom's kind of very eye rolling about <laughs> the Portuguese people yeah. near us. Because I think, I don't know if that, I don't know, I'm not judging her on her opinion or whatever, but my mom is pretty adapted to the culture and she speaks nearly perfect German and she likes it here and a lot of people we met, they always talk about wanting to move back to Portugal, but Mm -hmm. then they don't and barely speaking any German and not making an effort of learning it at all and kind of being a little um, confined and not Mm -hmm. really giving it a chance, which... I guess it's their right. They don't have to love it here, and they still have the right to live here and benefit from, from a country that takes better care of their people than Portugal does, because it's a very poor country. Um, but yeah, so I guess I I didn't really have that super positive association often with mm-hmm. people from Portugal living here, because my mom always was kind of like, I don't know, they're so mm, small towny.
0: Mm, yeah. Yeah, but I think my dad actually thinks the same way generally about like Argentinian people, like the big mass of people. He has pretty similar opinions, but I think, yeah, he just missed the culture. So yeah. we had a pretty, I think there were like 30 to 40 people, like different mm-hmm. families that all found each other. And then there was always somebody to yeah. hang out with
1: and it probably also makes a difference that your dad isn't as fluid in german yeah as my mom is and he feels more comfortable speaking Spanish. exactly yeah that's
0: what i'm that's what i mean that he he kind of like needed to have some people in his life that he can just like speak his language to Mm -hmm, without having to think Mm. about every word and oh yeah and what's also probably like a big facilitator for that is that my mom speaks spanish fluently Mm -hmm. so it was never Mm -hmm. like a problem to hang out with other Spanish-speaking people because she can communicate perfectly.
1: Right, my dad doesn't speak a word of Portuguese. <laughs> yeah,
0: so that that's like an insane difference that I never thought of because I never had to. That's just how it was. But I now like notice that in so many other people I know that also have like um, parents from two different cultures with two d- different languages. That it's a huge thing if the partner speaks the other language. Of course, we but if your mother starts talking to you in portuguese all the time like your dad just is never part of the conversation Mm -hmm, true
1: i kind of feel like he he could have learned Mm -hmm. and i never really questioned that when i was younger but at some point because for me it's such a big deal that i cannot speak portuguese that i'm kind of i'm mad about everything Mm -hmm. surrounding it and i'm mad that he didn't make the effort and i'm mad that my mother didn't um didn't um insist on it uh, and everything like mm-hmm. that but i guess a lot of families don't really have that dynamic yeah. that both parents speak both languages yeah that's like not
0: too common it's
1: Rather weird.
0: do you ever like not want to bring up your being portuguese because of the language like because it's such an obvious question that like everybody asks oh so do you speak portuguese mm-hmm. like it's such a is it so does it annoy you so much that you sometimes don't want to bring it up or is it like a thing you 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 still prefer people knowing that you are half mm-hmm. Portuguese even though you just no, don't I think, fluently speak?
1: I think usually I prefer people knowing. It used to be more annoying when I was younger and in school because people always came around with oh, say something in Portuguese mm-hmm. and then you like three sentences especially if I hadn't been in, in Portugal for a while because it yeah. it always got better if I spent two three weeks there mm-hmm. with other kids that do not speak German or English or whatever yeah. um, so that was annoying and I hated that I couldn't but also I think a big difference between the both of you I was not surrounded by a lot of bicultural people mm-hmm. um, when I was growing up I was kind of in my friend group I was honestly kind of the diversity quota which is funny because I'm mm-hmm. white as Fuck. <laughs> Obviously, and, like, European. <laughs> there's no biracial yeah. anything going on, but it was still like the diversity quota. Most of my friends were German Germans from every side possible. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so it was, yeah. I, I don't know. I couldn't feel um, um, like jealous of somebody else, except maybe a few people. But I wasn't very close mm-hmm. to them that it wouldn't be. It would be an issue, and it always. Um, was a special thing to say. Oh, like I'm actually um, also Portuguese, and mm-hmm, I'm nobody not. could relate <laughs> and say like, oh, me too.
0: Yeah, yeah. For me, that was not the case at all. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like my entire friend group, apart from like one friend, was something and something. Like, mm-hmm. he, I, I was not special at all. Like <laughs> my closest friend, she's she was like. um only quarter German and like a qu- like half Swiss and half Pakistani, so like
1: it's Swiss barely counts. <laughs> yeah, Swiss barely counts. But she
0: like yeah. True. I had so many like interesting mixes in the friend group. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah.
1: um, so that kind of changed for me. Um, obviously, when I was in a pair, because mm-hmm. everybody was not necessarily biracial, but something else. Yeah. And, and but it also changed in college. I met much more people that are biracial. And I enjoyed it so much. And mm-hmm. like our friend, like closer, smaller friend group, we were all something and something. Yeah. And we had so many conversations about it. And we have so many conversations that I did not have for 20 years. That's insane. I yeah, know. it's true. I never realized that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I realized how much I enjoyed it because that's the thing, which is probably part of why I like being my cultural so much there is a perspective you cannot have if you aren't you have one Mm -hmm. you are one step ahead in a certain way and that's something to be proud of even though you don't really didn't really do anything to be that way but yeah I really really glad that changed and I didn't even realize that's something I long for yeah totally that's like a huge
0: huge thing I learned um, in conversations with people about being a bicultural that you have, by doing nothing, you have a different Mm -hmm. perspective. You have, you just, it's, I I don't want to like talk down on people like at all. It's just like, I'm so grateful for it. It's it's a thing I absolutely love, like my parents for me anymore. Like I, I just, I love the fact that I have the, perspective in life on like i i know that there is a different place in this world and like a different country that does everything completely differently Mm -hmm. so that changes my perspective on everything i i i feel like like i'm gonna talk for myself right now because i don't know if you agree or like um but i feel like i'm a lot more tolerant and also more interested in the world in general because i know that there are different things, mm-hmm. and it's—I I love traveling for that obvious reason, um, and knowing more cultures. But it's just so different if one of your parents is from that culture because you get an insight that, like, no travel can ever yeah. give you. Like, you have the Family actual inside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And true. we both have families in the other country, so we mm-hmm. have mm-hmm. a few more connections to that true,
1: culture. True. We have different social circles as yeah. well which is the the difference between traveling and being from a different country mm-hmm. that you actually have um, roots and connections in the different country I guess do you feel like there are disadvantages to being bicultural mm,
0: yeah I think actually no I don't feel like it I I personally don't feel like it had any negative impact on my life. But there's the typical like identity thing. Um, I wrote down the giving identity versus confusing identity. I feel like on one side, it is what gives me my entire identity. Like being bicultural is my identity. My, my identity is being half German or like being both German and Argentinian and speaking both languages having family in both places um having traveled a lot that's like my whole thing but also it's what confuses me because like you have the the typical question of like everybody i get that asked so much and i kind of find it rude sometimes like but do you feel more argentinian or do you feel more german or if you had to choose one country where would you go like um Or do you identify as Argentinian or German? I feel like I've
1: literally asked you all of these questions before. No, but I never...
0: No, like, it's obviously not rude if you're in a conversation with somebody you know. I don't Mm -hmm. find that rude at all. But I often get asked that question from people I don't know at all. Mm -hmm. And they're, like, making me choose. (laughs) And I'm like... On the spot. (laughs) First of all, I cannot choose. Second of all, how dare you make
1: confuse me so much? And you don't have to choose. So
0: yeah, like, that's, that's a, the yeah. point of that question. Yeah. yeah, if it's also maybe that's a, a side note. For me, it's also like choosing between my parents. If mm-hmm. I have to choose yeah. like between the cultures, it's like somebody. Feel,
1: oh, it doesn't feel like that for me at all. No. No. Yeah, I feel like.
0: Yeah. Mm. My mother is pretty German, my dad is pretty Latino, yeah. so it's it's like, it's kind of like choosing between my parents, and it's also so, I feel like whatever I say is just a lie, because I actually physically can never choose, like, I, there's no way of me choosing, and also, I live in Germany, and I only was in Argentina for... Vacation basically or visiting people like even when I lived there. I didn't go to school or mm-hmm. I,
1: I did a, You didn't have like your own life. Yeah, where you were just kind of piggy bagging backing Yeah, so uh,
0: my choice is always biased of course yeah. because like the one place is like the vacation mm-hmm, <laughs> place Where the people are nice and everybody's happy to see me mm-hmm. and they bring me gifts and they cook nice food And the other is where I have my school. boring daily like yeah life it just I guess
1: Yeah, I think that would kind of be the same answer for me, talking about disadvantages, kind of the identity crisis, but probably in a different way than you, because I don't really feel like anyone ever asked me to choose or anything. Mm -hmm. Maybe because Portugal and Germany are so much closer to each other. Mm -hmm. It's not, we're not talking about two continents. We're talking about two countries, both in Europe, both in the EU. It obviously makes a difference. Um, But it gives me kind of i feel like there's always something missing especially from the portuguese part because i didn't have i don't have the language i speak i never spent like a longer time there and i have a great relationship to my family but it's obviously different if i only see them once a year sometimes Mm -hmm. once every two years um and that's also a big difference even though we live so much closer we weren't there so much because mm. my mom also didn't have that much of an interest and i don't know i think we did it more often when we were younger because my aunt had this big house where everybody could live all the time no they don't and everybody's a little scattered so it's not as easy to even have that family time and if you're not in um, my parents even though my my father is probably more interested but if my mom is not as interested in the country itself and experiencing that and we're just going for family it's always I don't know it makes a difference mm. um, and yeah I guess it 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 comes with a little bit of grief and anger that I I do not feel like I'm Portuguese enough to actually say I'm Portuguese I, it always feels like I'm mm. faking it even though I don't know you can't really fake that
0: yeah, yeah I, I understand that's like the um, very I feel like normal like identity thing with being both that you don't fully feel anything or mm-hmm. that you don't feel enough of the one thing or mm-hmm. like whatever so, yeah I, I, I don't know if I ever strongly felt that but I can definitely say that I felt the the feeling of that that I'm always missing someone
1: mm-hmm. like
0: always like missing something or someone which is very, like, impacting, I guess. Like, I feel... Yeah, kind I feel like...
1: You're, know, your your heart is kind of split into mm-hmm, places.
0: Totally. And wherever I am, I miss the other uh-huh. side. Like, not if I'm, like, two weeks. If I'm visiting my family in Argentina, I'm obviously not missing my German family and German life already. You have
1: much less family here anyway. So yeah. you probably miss, miss much more in Germany anyways cuz you have m- more other people in your yeah.
0: yeah, it's true. It's it's that's like probably a part of my identity is now missing people. It's mm-hmm. such a like I always miss people. Like mm-hmm. it's I always look forward to seeing someone again. Mm-hmm. Um, which I don't know. I don't know what what that what that <laughs> does to a person. But um yeah, it's, like, a prevailing feeling, mm-hmm. generally, that I have. Like, I could always, like, get sad about missing my family <laughs> or, like, missing the life or...
1: Yeah, I feel like that's a... am don't want to say it's part of your identity or, like, hmm, But, yeah, it's it's a topic that comes up a lot yeah. with you. Yeah. I don't really relate to it. Yeah, it's I just, I don't know. I don't know why. Like, I feel my, my family... Probably because you spend... You spend a significant amount of time there. Yeah, it's
0: true, yeah. And my family is loving and great. Mm-hmm. but mine's
1: too. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, I know. No, I'm not comparing to yours. <laughs> but just, I'm just thinking out loud. It's, I have a great family, that's why I miss them. But it's also like the thing of whenever you're far away from someone, you always make them out to be... You glorify yeah, it, yeah, to romanticize
1: maybe. it. True, that's, that's a very...
0: I romanticize Argentina so much, like, incredibly. And that
1: country is...
0: <laughs> it's definitely a tough one to, to romanticize, but <laughs> yeah. trust me, I am great at it. No, no, it has great parts, but
1: yeah. Politically. Politically, economically. I always, I don't know, I sometimes hear Americans... refer to them as like a quarter or not even a quarter like a 16th Mm -hmm. something irish i'm three percent or french (laughs) something like Mm -hmm. that and i definitely always roll my eyes at that Mm -hmm. but where does being bicultural start for you what does it require because Mm-hmm. I can barely, do, like, I can't speak the language and it, it makes a big difference for me. But I would be incredibly hurt if somebody told me I'm less That doesn't keys. count. Yeah. yeah. But um, I don't know. When, when does it start for you? What, what do you think are, like, your requirements, to actually?
0: Mm, I guess if I think of a case, like, if someone, let's say, uh, a... A child is born and it has two parents one of them is German and one of them is Italian but the Italian parent the mom I say she is um, she has been living in Germany since she was three years old she knows nobody in Italy she doesn't speak Italian she has no connection or feeling like feeling of connection towards Mm -hmm. the country like all of that and so she didn't give she, anything like to the child because the she, yeah of the culture because she doesn't like Out she she even she doesn't even live it herself then i mean i mean technically the child is still still bicultural and i wouldn't take that away from the child but i just feel like that's ha- that's a moment where the child probably wouldn't feel bicultural because
1: but would you say they still are
0: oh yeah i feel like they always are if the
1: If it's half-half, if it's a quarter, if it's a sixteenth, when does it stop?
0: (laughs) Oh, okay, so you mean, like, general.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, then it's, like, tri-cultural and (laughs) quarter-tired and cultural. Because, yeah, I feel like if if you had to take it... I don't know, I don't want to be mean, because I feel like there's so many um, reasons why you could not have a connection to your culture. Mm -hmm. You could be adopted. You could, I don't know, your parents could live that scenario you're just mm-hmm. explained or whatever but I feel like if you're talking about 116 then literally none of your parents have ever even been to Ireland yeah I don't know it's a stretch for me oh yeah <laughs> I totally agree yeah. I feel
0: like it's such a um situational thing though because you can be a 16th of something but if you live in that country and have a connection then like go for it that's your connection that's your yeah like that's a big part of yourself then but and if
1: you grew up in a country for example and you have genetically you're not at all like we have a lot of friends um well like we know a lot of people i assume I'm talking Mm -hmm. about myself, but you probably (laughs) do, that are uh, genetically fully Turkish, but they grew up in Germany. Mm -hmm. And I don't know how they feel about it, but I still would say they're obviously bicultural, even though none of their parents are German.
0: Yeah, totally, yeah. yeah. I guess as soon as somebody doesn't have any influence of the culture or or any connection to the culture, and it's like Mm a 16th or something, then...
1: I think, but I feel I also feel like you could um, gain that kind of um multicultural Yeah, I, I guess if you're twenty, you learn you're a quarter Irish, mm-hmm. and you move to Ireland for three years, and you really um, immerse yourself into the culture because it's such an important part for you. I think yeah. you deserve to to say, do you? Do yeah, you?
0: yeah. Why wouldn't you? If it's a part of you and you just never experienced it before, then it's. If, if
1: somebody moves to a country at 20 that they have no connection to whatsoever, and then. W- would you say my mom is bicultural for living here or your dad?
0: Ah, um, though yeah. They were
1: adults even when they came here? Your mom?
0: Yes. My dad probably, no. Interesting. Like. Yeah. Even though
1: they've lived here for a similar amount of time. I, I
0: feel like my. I don't know. I feel like your mom is so submerged into the german culture my dad is too but he he listens to argentinian radio he um it does things in his life he lives his life in some parts the same way he he did in argentina
1: Mm -hmm. i don't know he has a argentinian friend group in germany yeah i feel like yeah i guess we shouldn't gatekeep Biculturalism, because i feel like the world can only be a better place a lot of people yeah yeah Yeah. no
0: that's true i don't want to
1: but i feel like it's still it's a
0: thing it kind of sometimes is annoying although i am guilty of it how much like pride people take in like it being some part of like tiny tiny part of a culture and they make it their thing it's Mm -hmm. like oh yeah i'm like um three percent i don't know yeah. south african and like but, but that's it's
1: so american yeah like, i don't so know that from here no not at all mm-hmm. and yeah i think there is there should be a limit as to when you only say it to appear more diverse or more, more interesting. interesting yeah because mm-hmm. if if it's not really in your heart if it's not part of you i don't know why you should take so much pride in that, mm-hmm. i guess and if mm-hmm. you don't even have an interest in getting to know the culture in some way, you don't have to move there for three years. Yeah. Then I don't know. And also, I know some people do it with like um, their Native American roots, just to have the diversity quota for college or mm-hmm. something, to have that advantage, which I is probably not even a big advantage. But I mm-hmm. guess some white people assume, and that is very problematic. Yeah, that's if extremely. you're just doing it, really, there's so 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 little advantages of being like. Biracial, especially mm-hmm. in in Western Caucasian countries, if, that if you just want to be part of that group for that one mm-hmm. advantage, that's fucked up of you today. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, that's
0: selfish and um, very problematic, as you said. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Talking about that, so you're from Argentina, which is in South America. Mm-hmm. Technically, well, not te- you are biracial. Mm-hmm. S- some no, you are. <laughs> but you you highly you highly white. Uh, yeah, you highly uh, profit off from white privilege because you mm. you are very white. Your parents are. Your dad is has like a darker complexion, but a lot of your family is pretty white. And mm-hmm. in Argentina, I mean in Germany, of course. So what? How does that feel like? How do you navigate that? Do you consider yourself very biracial? Or like I don't know. Uh, no, I would never
0: dare to say biracial. Sometimes I feel like I don't deserve saying that because mm. I'm white. <laughs> white <laughs> I I have all the privileges of a white person and also my family never suffered from like my, my Argentinian family never suffered like from having a darker skin or anything. I feel like then maybe if
1: if you had that trauma yeah generational trauma mm -hmm.
0: if like my family had to deal with that as a big problem or as something as um something that created a challenge in their life then um then maybe i would feel the like i like i had the right kind of to say it which i still don't know if i would because it's still not my issue it's just it would have been their um like tough toughness on their life um but my family is, like, like, even the people with the darkest skin tones still were obvious.
1: You, like, come from Italy, right? From like, Italy and Spain, Spain. And,
0: like, some some part has some native um, South American in there. But it's, like, so, so far like away. Like, Yeah, yeah, like, probably. <laughs> or even more, I, I don't even know. And I just, I feel like my family in Argentina, that's also a thing I often think about. My family in Argentina, the, especially the ones with the darker complexion, they are dark because of the sun. Like, <laughs> no they joke, would, if they would live in Germany, I feel like they, they would not be, be, like maybe they wouldn't be completely like my skin Pale, tone. but white. Yeah, they still would count 100% as white. And they just have the complexion, complexion because they have a jo- jo- job. Job. <laughs> oh my <God. laughs> what is my pronunciation today? They have a job or like something in job. their life that requires them to be outside a lot in the Argentinian sun. that is hot, 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 hot. And like completely no ozone layer, layer. (laughs) Like, mm -hmm. so they just like get dark. And also like, that's a typical like South American culture. You just need to be tanned to feel, to look healthy, to look good. Mm -hmm. So it's like, they, it's oftentimes they just purposely get more darker. (laughs) Um. so it's, like I'm not saying at all that in Argentina there's no racism or something like to brown people because there is mm-hmm. but my family like they it's don't still have wide the, enough to Yeah. Like, they're, and
1: they're Argentinian, they are. Yeah, they're like,
0: they're wide enough. Um and also they don't like my grandpa, yes, he had some more of the like um native South American um facial like structure. It's like a I don't know how it's like you. There's a like, like your
1: character. Like, yeah, your characteristic, characteristic. Yeah, characteristic. Car- yeah, my grand- like physical mm-hmm. characteristics. Yeah, my
0: grandpa had that a little bit. Um, so maybe like, but that's like the where the racism starts towards people who have clear like native mm-hmm. um car- characteristics and like no nobody in my family really had that so. Mm-hmm. To answer the question, no, I don't feel like I or, or like I don't. I just don't feel. Maybe I have the right to say I'm biracial, but I just don't feel like comfortable saying it because I don't feel there is anything that like shows or or any moment where I feel the need to say you it. Weren't, I know. You weren't
1: influenced by it in any way. No, not at all. Yeah, mm-hmm. not in a good, not in a negative way. Yeah, the only thing is what which is I. Like, <laughs> God,
0: that's it's fine. The only thing I feel like is um, that there's definitely a bigger difference in culture because it's a different continent, and that's like something I feel like it's it's. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I feel like things are so different, and that is like where I feel like maybe.
1: Which,
0: it's, what, what example? Like, I, want, I want to compare it to Germany and Portugal, maybe. Um, I just the way like especially cultural things of um how people talk to each other how the whole um respect thing and politeness thing is so extreme in like brazil and argentina that that's like the countries i know of um that like it's on another level like Mm -hmm. there is no like German people are extremely rude in their eyes. <laughs> like you cannot ever tell an elder person your opinion if it completely contradicts their opinion. Uh. It's it's horrific. Like you are, like I don't know. Maybe like if it's your L- own family, then a little bit then, more traditional. Often. Yeah, more traditional and and also. The biggest difference for me is like just the the way of living in like the poverty level the mm-hmm. the whole like being a third world continent yeah that is like true. the the huge difference and that impacts everything it impacts the um, way people see life I feel like generally. and also
1: how other people see your people yeah like mm-hmm. South America and South Americans okay I have two uh, questions relating to the question mm-hmm. before first of all. How do you identify with the word Latina? Mm-hmm. How much or how little and how much did you, do you want to identify with it? because <laughs> I'm? And do you feel, I oh, actually answer that first. I'm gonna ask the, the other question later.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I feel I, I think we had the conversation <laughs> like not too long ago. I feel like I want to identify more as a Latina. or like I wish I would be more stereotypical mm-hmm. um, like for a Latina. Because I feel like it's a culturally, it's a cool thing to be like a typical Latina. I feel like there's not much negative. Oh, that's like probably Latina is very sexualized and all of that. Mm-hmm. So there are definitely some negative things. But it's yeah. also
1: fun. You kind yeah. of uh, associate with with pretty, pretty girls, mm-hmm. very feminine girls, um, fun loving, dancing, kind yeah. of hot blooded. Yeah, is that and, like, the thing nice you say, hot blooded? Yeah, heißblütig in German, but I don't know if you say that anymore. <laughs> well, yeah, I know. you know <laughs> what I mean. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. I feel like as a like child
0: and young teenager, I definitely was, I was the stereotypical Latina in my behavior and in my way of being with people and my social self, and people told me that many times. Mm-hmm. So. I am very aware that that has gone down. Like mm-hmm. maybe I wouldn't have been that like that aware of it if I didn't like have a change in personality while growing up.
1: So, so maybe it's just you kind of missing that part of your personality, mm-hmm. not necessarily even in context of
0: yeah, Latinism. Latinism. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I feel. Um, technically, are like Spanish
1: women. No, I f- so story i one of those portuguese families that i mentioned that we know mm-hmm. um one of them is half is both parents are portuguese both parents are portuguese they grew up in germany but the mom is also half french so they genetically they're portuguese and french mm-hmm. but i noticed at some point that the daughter was like 2 or 3 years younger than me uh, called herself latina mm-hmm. on social media which I was, I was confused, and a lot of people are confused, I actually googled, are Portuguese people Latinas, Latinos, mm-hmm. and there is confusion, but that's why I googled the actual definition no, because you're not from Latin America, mm-hmm. which is so obvious, it's and they're also a... not Hispanic. Like, a Brazilian person is Latina, not Hispanic, mm-hmm. a Spanish person is Hispanic, not Latina, a yeah. Argentinian person is both, because you speak Spanish and you're from Latin America. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's also why I found it so interesting. I think that Latina identity is actually a rather popular one because totally. she honestly seems pretty Latina. She, she looks like it. She's mm-hmm. tiny. She's dark. She's curvy. I think I, I haven't seen her in years, but she has that sassy, snappy mm-hmm. personality. But like she isn't. I don't know if she is, how aware she is of that.
0: Yeah, it's like I wasn't, like I just asked you. So I'm not, I wasn't 100% sure, but it makes sense. Latin America, mm-hmm. South America. But then. Oh, yeah, never mind. Super question. Ask. No, 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 it's dumb. I just had a second of Are Mexicans because, but I was thinking of South America and uh, Middle America, mm-hmm. but is like Latin. People is like any or Latin America is anything Spanish and like anything below the U.S. North America. God,
1: confusion. Okay, the other question I had. Um, You talked about how your family didn't really have any race issues, which is why you don't identify with being biracial a lot. But do you feel like your dad especially, or also other people in your family that maybe visited you in Germany, experienced racism in Germany for being Hispanic? Um, (laughs) um. Do, Do you know that or...? Maybe you don't want to share because it could be very personal. I don't
0: know. <laughs> no, I don't know. I'm thinking about it. I actually don't know. My dad doesn't talk about it a lot. Um, I feel like sometimes it's hard for him because of the language. Mm-hmm. Because he's obviously... He's so obviously Latino. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. He, yeah. He looks like it yeah. from head to toe. He
0: looks like it. Sounds he, like it. He sounds like it. He has like the very strong mm-hmm. and like cool sounding... <laughs> um, Like, Spanish accent in the German. He doesn't find it cool at all. (laughs) Um, But, yeah, I don't know. I never, like, me being with him, I never experienced him being treated, um, like, with any racist connotations. But...
1: Your dad also is the type of person to not tell if it happens in private.
0: And also, my dad, um, he is very... um, like he is very concerned with how he appears mm-hmm. um, and he's like very proud of being a businessman and he's always like concerned of like having a nice outer
1: appearance, appearance. and like, the, and, like, way like he...
0: the way he talks to people like to strangers or people he knows but like he's always very polite and he tries to like, especially, like, on the street, he's always so, like, friendly. And with people in the store, he always starts a small conversation. And he's, mm-hmm. like, flirty in a nice way, not in a, not <laughs> a, not in a creepy way. Um, and, like, especially... I feel like he, as soon as he got to Germany, he really did everything to work himself, like, onto higher management levels in the industries he worked in. And I feel like that was his way of compensating being a latino because there's a def- def- definitely like there's stigma not much diversity up there. Yeah, and there's definitely like a stigma in Germany or like in a, in like our part of Europe against latinos, I think. Mm. Like even if it's not like that pronat
1: like that like
0: obvious and it's not I think them think it's things.
1: stronger in north america actually because yeah. they obviously have more immigrants from like Mexico than mm-hmm. we have. Our immigration population is coming from different parts of the world.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's true that like it's not that like it's not a prevailing like racism topic like the racism against like South American people. So yeah, I just feel like he he felt the need to make be sure. make sure he gets to high level like positions to prove himself to prove himself to prove yeah. himself as the hardworking Latino guy mm-hmm. who reaches but, but he like, didn't
1: really try to. Or that's how I um, feel like it is, but I also only got to know him like in the privacy of his own home. Obviously, mm-hmm. um, I feel like he doesn't try to be more German to to no. have that positive appearance to people. No, no. Like he doesn't try to compromise his identity. And also, if he works in these huge companies there probably is a little bit of diversity going on still up there still probably not enough but more than maybe in a small town yeah company there definitely is um um my like for me there's obviously no biracialism going mm on but interestingly enough my family has experienced racism but not for being portuguese but for appearing to be Turkish, for example, because mm-hmm. my family can be pretty dark. Mm-hmm. Um, like my aunt, my mom is one of the paler ones, probably because she lives here. But mm-hmm. like everybody's dark-haired, rather dark-skinned for European people. Um, small. They don't look German mm-hmm. or like this part of European mm-hmm. at all. Uh, and my aunt, especially, it lives in Vienna, mm-hmm. um, which is. A racist yes which is interestingly enough a pretty racist place Mm -hmm. it's the capital of austria and usually i feel like capitals of a country are the more diverse ones Mm -hmm. and it's a very diverse city but it's also incredibly racist especially against muslim people Mm -hmm. and she has been mistaken for being turkish and muslim a lot of the times for being darker and my mom too and like my my aunt was straight up spit on And like
0: threatened, insane. I don't know. I feel like people don't know this about Vienna. I Mm -hmm. didn't know that. Like I didn't know that that to that extent. It's insane that this (laughs) exists. Yeah, of course. Why wouldn't you like? If
1: people are like so horrible. Mm -hmm. It's it's really awful. Like a lot of there are probably a lot of great people, and hmm, but. I don't know, it's so interesting that the capital of the city would be the most racist. Yeah. Anyways, I feel like that's a great story actually to prove for those who don't know how dumb racism is because mm-hmm. she was being mistreated for being a race. She isn't, she isn't. Yeah. Period. Um, oh, that's so hideous. Yeah. And I guess it's kind of a relief to know you weren't targeted for. What you are, what you can't change, but I think it's still scary to, mm-hmm. to look a certain way, and that could be enough for people to harass you, spit yeah. on you, to verbally abuse you. I think that's so fucked up. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like yeah,
0: now that you. My dad lived in Austria for so long, mm-hmm. like he didn't live in Vienna, but in other parts. I need to ask him because he's. My dad is pretty tanned, mm-hmm. and he has a beard, and like
1: he looks so maybe sometimes it's easier to do it my aunt is like a tiny woman maybe mm-hmm. it's easier like scarier if it was your dad yeah. i don't know
0: maybe it's easier to be racist mm-hmm. against a smaller woman
1: yeah and um the way my aunt explains it vienna is a special place yeah, yeah. <laughs> <Concerning> <laughs> in regards racism- to racism um yeah i don't know how how great of a source she is because she mostly lived in vienna Mm-hmm. in the time she lived in austria but yeah i don't know maybe makes maybe it makes a difference
0: mm. yeah oh man i need to ask my dad that's i actually yeah. really don't know yeah.
1: maybe he hasn't told you a lot of the things mm-hmm. too because i don't know it's it's a weird thing to say yeah to it's, maybe it's
0: I know, I know it's obviously an insecurity for him like obviously like being like not being german all the time obviously not being german all the time definitely mm-hmm. it like, like must he, be it, it takes a toll
1: he doesn't have a chance to kind of um, F-
0: fool people yeah or like, like merge in and just like be transparent to be, for, something. yeah yeah i feel like when when you were um, at my house for 5 weeks living there um, it like he once he said something, I think like oh maybe he said it when you were I yeah, he, he said it when you were gone.
1: Right. Love to hear it. What did he say? No, nothing
0: about you. Nothing about you <laughs> was it. <I> did it. <laughs> no, no, he just we were having conversation about um like I guess like the conversations we had at dinner while you were there and it just for reference
1: like, i lived there for like five weeks yeah. and then another three weeks later on so <laughs> yeah. we're not talking about a week in no. the house but like an actual long time
0: yeah she lived with us pretty long and as it was corona times mm-hmm. we were home all the time all of us and we had dinner together most okay. of the nights yeah. um so there was a lot of conversation and my dad pointed out that it was that it's so draining for him to talk in german all the time yeah. and that he he gets so defensive in discussions because he feels like he can't um um voice mm. his opinions or the way he feels like articulate yeah he can't in spanish yeah and he feels like he's always like one step behind because it's a challenge
1: for him like um, language w- wise mm-hmm. I feel that so hard and like yeah. I mean with Portuguese I don't have a chance at all but mm-hmm. even in English it's so frustrating even this podcast is so frustrating <laughs> yeah because you just you can't but also at this point I can barely speak German properly. yeah <laughs> like, True. yeah mm-hmm.
0: yeah so I think I, that's an insecurity and maybe he had some bad experiences with that but, but
1: also your mom is like a tough one on him when it yeah. comes to speaking yeah she yeah. points it out I don't know how much it affects him actually. If he just I don't know. Of, it's I, don't
0: know. I think my mom. She means well because she wants
1: like to improve. yeah. She wants him to. Improve. It's a very German way to yeah. to to handle this. To just I'm just telling you what yeah, you I'm did just, wrong, so you can, like it's very. It, it, I think it's the way I am oftentimes. Mm-hmm. So just I didn't mean to offend you. I just yeah. pointed just it helping out helping you to get better yeah. and just yeah.
0: like <laughs> finding a solution for you. <laughs> just like pointing it out. Yeah, my mom is tough on him, and she's she has some opinions. I'm not sure are too correct in that way. Like Mm -hmm. that, she feels like she sometimes feels like that it's important for him to speak German well and to have the initiative to talk, like to speak better, Mm -hmm. um, like to learn the language
1: even better. That's how my mom often thinks about other Portuguese people we we meet, but they often they're even worse than i don't want to say even worse than your dad <laughs> yeah. your dad's German is pretty good but yeah. like your dad has an accent they often are actually missing the vocabulary mm-hmm. too i don't know yeah i i i have different opinions on that i think it's great if you can't speak the language and sometimes it's confusing to me as to how that happened that you live here for 30 years and don't know the language mm. but then again i don't know i go to portugal and i barely speak portuguese with my family because everybody knows english mm, yeah. and like i don't have to know it and it's so much easier to just speak the language you already know mm-hmm. it's it's hard to to force yourself to do it because it's not convenient yeah a problem. um can I ask more
0: questions? <laughs> yeah. Happen? I feel horrible because I had like three questions and one of them you asked and the other two oh, I I already asked sorry. in the beginning. They <laughs> Go just ahead.
1: come up. But um, so I have two passports and mm-hmm. you only have the German passport. Mm-hmm. I, we, I, I know we already talked about it. Yeah. But, um, how much does it affect you? Because I know for me, because I don't speak the language and I'm less immersed into portuguese culture than you are into argentinian culture it's such a lifeline actually if i didn't have that i would struggle so much more because for me it's kind of like proof see see i'm portuguese Mm -hmm. like i I have the passport i deserve i deserve deserve to say that Mm -hmm. Um, so for me it's actually very important but you have the the speaking spanish the having lived there and everything like that so Mm -hmm. How important is it really? Because the Argentinian passport is pretty much useless in comparison to the German one. So yeah. you don't need it. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, so for reference, um, I tried to get the the Argentinian passport, but it didn't work because turns out Germany sucks. <laughs> and it's fucking... I don't know, I feel like that's almost like... Racist. Yeah, it feels like racist or like too... Uh, Republican, yeah, <laughs> almost like, too patriotic. Too patriotic that you, I. It's not allowed. I, if I try to get a passport that's non-European, they will just simply take my German passport away which, For, without telling her. Without telling me, it's just a, a thing that happens automatically. Which is I, man, crazy. I hate that. I hate. Why? That. Why
1: would they do it? Yeah.
0: <laughs> I, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I have spent a lot of time trying to get the Argentinian passport until I realized Mm -hmm. that um, there's no way I can do that without losing my German one. Um, And at the time, I definitely felt like crushed. It felt horrible because I was so like, it was always my entire childhood. It was an obvious thing that I was at some point going to get the Argentinian one. Mm -hmm. And then like, I think I was like 15 or 16 years old when I was trying to get the Argentinian one.
1: -hmm. Why were you? Why was it so late? Because your parents obviously didn't know about that issue either. Why didn't do you know why you didn't have it as a small child? My
0: dad like started the whole process like I think twice. Mm -hmm. Like once when I was like three years old, and then again when I was like ten years old. But it takes so much paperwork, and he was missing one important piece of paper, like from his side proving something like about him. I don't know. So he just like stopped it because it wasn't urgent or anything. But then when I was 16, I knew that I wanted to live in Argentina once I finished school. And it was obviously um, easier to live there if you have the passport. Mm -hmm. Mm. Um, And yeah, when I was there, um, when I was 18, without the passport then, because I couldn't have it, um, I lived there for seven months. And you only, as a tourist, you can only stay there for three months and then you have to leave the country. Um, You have like the tourist visa thing. And I remember that day very clearly, the day where I went to um, Uruguay. Do you say that? Like Uruguay? Uruguay? Uruguay. <laughs> Uruguay. I don't know how to pronounce that country. Um, just like the... Uh, that country? That country. I went one day to like get a new tourist visa Yeah. Uh, because it's so close.
1: Even though you are Argentina. Yeah.
0: That day I felt shitty. Yeah. Because
1: I felt like... This, this is not fair
0: yeah I need to leave the country just to get a new tourist visa although I'm not a tourist I'm an actual fucking Argentinian living in Argentina
1: mm-hmm. so don't question me <laughs> yeah no I <laughs> understand that That's day nice.
0: I felt very like that was probably the day I felt the most like conflicted with the whole thing and like the days Identity leading up to crisis it yeah but generally I'm I don't think about it too much mm-hmm. like not having the passport mm-hmm. it would be nice but
1: yeah mm. Yeah. yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even write down so many, but they just come up. Yeah. Um, well, mm-hmm. what do I want to start with? So um, earlier I mentioned how my mom didn't speak Portuguese with me, but then later she did with my brother. And the reasoning is that my mom was actually pretty scared of me having disadvantages, because um, like my dad um, usually worked away for most of the weekend. Only it was there on weekends. So, if I grew up speaking Portuguese with my mom, I would speak mostly Portuguese. At home, yeah. and not much German. So, my mom was scared that um, academically this would um, harm me. And then she regretted it, obviously. Did it with my brother Mm -hmm. for three years. Mm -hmm. He went to um, kindergarten. kindergarten? In America, it's not the same thing. Like, where you go when you're like three. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Daycare, I guess. Mm -hmm. And people actually, like the, the... Caretakers? Mm -hmm. I don't know. And they actually thought he was straight up deaf because he didn't react to them speaking to him because he he actually didn't understand. He was um, fully speaking Portuguese in a way Mm -hmm. a three-year-old can and barely spoke German. So my mom went cold turkey on him because she speaks German Mm -hmm. fluently. So it's so easy for her and only spoke German. And then at some point um, it was it was easier because she spoke fluently German, we both did my dad did did your parents ever have that um, fear though that it could, I don't know be uh, harmful mm-hmm.
0: Like, um, yeah I had the same like reaction as your brother had when I was like, I think three years old because I lived in Argentina for I think four months um, like between being two and three years old um and when i came back i didn't speak any german in the kindergarten place and they were worried and i guess my parents were worried but not too bad because it's a common thing that happens and then the kids at some point they just adjust Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i feel like my parents didn't really worry about it at all until later on because i feel like my mother actually at some point got worried like now that I'm older, because she feels like I don't speak any language perfectly. Like, but who does? I know, but like I think when I was like sixteen or seventeen, and you have like you have to write like more serious texts, texts yeah, in school, and-, um, and she read those, and I feel like she often told me like you need to read in German, you need to practice on your writing because it's mm-hmm. horrible. My mom is. Hush. lovingly direct in her <laughs> way of talking. She just like, that's it all. Mm-hmm. And it's like a big insecurity of mine now. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: In my internship, I have to write many texts and I'm actually very insecure about them mm-hmm. and I I hate criticism of it because I'm so used to it by my mom. Yeah. Um, so I feel like at some point she was like afraid mm-hmm. that she like was the wrong choice of um, the upbringing in both languages or that the Not even that, like, the focus on Spanish at home. Because, obviously, I spoke German at school and with my friends, so they, like, we only spoke Spanish at home.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, I guess, I mean, um, in her defense, I know me learning to speak English better Mm -hmm. actually really fucked with my German. Mm -hmm. But I still see it as such an advantage that I'm able to write college-level or above text, maybe speak. Maybe you don't know, but I feel like my writing in English is yeah, actually pretty good, good. Yeah. Um, and it's, uh, it's still much more of an advantage than it. it's of an issue. And mm-hmm. I, I, wish I wasn't so sad about the fact that I don't speak Portuguese, because mm-hmm. it also would make it so much easier to learn Spanish, for example, yeah, and, and Italian, it, I, and all. Yeah, and it does. I think already for from the little bit I know, but mm, not, nothing in comparison mm-hmm. to if I was able to speak it fluently.
0: I'm starting a petition. Petition, Selena needs to learn Portuguese. Yeah. She needs to move to Portugal away from her family, like with. Like, but some... Portuguese
1: people are okay with English. They're not like the French. Yeah, oh, but, but then, always find. Then you speaking. make the choice not to speak English. Oh, that's so scary. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well. Okay, one last quick question. Mm-hmm. Um, I know we always talk about how we long to be more in my case Portuguese and you long to be more Argentinian in like your personality Mm -hmm. because we both like the warmth of the other country like how people interact with each other Germans are unfortunately maybe you cannot tell if you are not bicultural Mm -hmm. a lot like their cliche they're a little cold they're a little direct they're not super warm loving people I Mm -hmm. feel like they're great in different ways Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, do you feel like this would be different if you grew up in Argentina and German was your second um, mm, second identity. Um. you feel like you would want to be more German? I actually can't. I, I don't have an answer, but maybe you do. Because I, I want to be that warm, loving, mm-hmm. um, confident, social person much yeah. more than I want to be the calculating, organized, on-time Person. German, that drives yeah. cars well. I guess... I'm, I'm just... I'm not. Yeah. I'm neither of those things. All of that, all
0: of what you just said, no, I don't think I would want to be that even if I grew up in Argentina. But um, I know that or like I experienced that from my family, my Argentinian family, that they are very impressed with the um, working culture and like working society like mm-hmm. how it, how it all works out it's like a lot more functioning well yeah. functioning
1: so, so you don't mean like work in the way you go to work but no, like no. how the whole society functions yeah
0: how it functions it's it's kind of well functioning and it has it it has its problems of course like all, all societies
1: have like a little too bureaucratic yeah a vaccine best example I cannot believe we are such a rich organized powerful country and we're yeah. so far away from getting that
0: shot just like I'm gonna make a time mark just so when we listen to this back like some in like in a year or so it is now April like mid-April and the entire fucking United States are soon to be vaccinated hmm. like People in our age are be having the vaccine like Mm -hmm. since a week or so.
1: And our parents don't even have it. My mom is like, my mom has like half the vaccine because she works in a school and they get it earlier. But she got them. Which one was it? Uh, the the Russian one. The the Russian vaccine. Yeah. Which they now stopped ordering basically Mm -hmm. in Germany because there were so many. People oh. didn't want to get it and people mm. were scared, but it's all BS. Yeah. Now she, now she's not getting the second vaccine, oh. which is so fucked.
0: So fucked up.
1: Okay. Mm-hmm. That, okay.
0: Uh, side rant. But yeah, maybe we should wrap it up. Yeah. <laughs> it's been a long one. Um, we have a lot, a lot, a lot of talking potential about this whole topic. And I think it would be awesome to hear other people opinions on that. Um, yeah, I'm just gonna say it, although we have very few listeners and although this is a very long episode, so if you made it to the end and if you are bi or try or multicultural and you have a different experience, different opinion, or if you agree or anything, please just let have us a story, know. Story, anything. Yeah.
1: Ashley let us know. Send us a voice message. Yeah. We'll we would love, love love. We'll invite you on the next podcast. Yeah. We're such topic. a
0: such a small podcast, so chances are very high that we're yeah. gonna answer you.
1: And this would be so cool. We actually would love to have like a third or fourth person here to like mm-hmm. so it's not us talking about ourselves all the time, but no. we don't have the leverage yet. No, we don't. <laughs> okay. okay, that was cool.
0: Um obrigado. <laughs> the me trying to speak portuguese and saying thank you for listening um i don't know how to say that in portuguese i try to think about it
1: um same <laughs> oh, point oh, proven why would you do that i'm sorry um hear you next time next week let us know if you liked the episode what you maybe didn't like but remember do not rate us by um your bad opinion about us only if you really like us if you like us please rate us you don't give a shit please rate us with five stars on Apple Mm -hmm. podcast if you have any criticism let us know in private and do not rate us
0: yeah and we have cool um insta posts so follow us there it's at the clinging independent (laughs) okay bye bye bye